0: Every day of my life, my family laughs laughs at me for something. So, like, when I talk in the car, like, oh, if I'm praying before we go to bed, like, I'm praying, and I say one syllable off, it's like... (laughs) (laughs) like, God, can we take
1: a break right now? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
0: Guys, come on! Oh, Lord,
2: dude. I curse this child. <laughs> no. She has dude. no respect for the man of God. <laughs> no. I am the Lord's anointed.
1: Yeah. Hope I don't see you in my dreams because some crazy <laughs> stuff happens in those. Are Pentecostals the best clappers?
0: No, I think. Well, I, I think Church of God in Christ. Is it Church of God in Christ? They do the tambourines.
1: Uh, You got to have rhythm to run the tambo. I've been watching this.
0: Oh my gosh, dude. I don't even know what it's called. I have to look it up on my computer. On YouTube, it's these four hour live services from these um, Shiloh something youth conference. And it must be like in Africa. Okay. And uh, it's like, you know, doilies on the head. Yeah. Like they go for it, man.
1: But they are having a good time. Uh so I mean there's a lot of people experimenting with AI right now in just a lot of different ways but there's a supermarket in New Zealand that that decided to help their their you know their customers and basically you put the ingredients or what you've got at your house in and then it says generate me a grocery list with the stuff I have and then basically add the other things I need to buy so that kind of thing so they're trying to build this technology and and here's here's what it says a supermarket experimented with ai to generate meal ideas for leftovers suggests drinking bleach and eating ant poison sandwiches oh Uh-oh. boy okay so right. ai is now it's trying to kill us yeah ai it says well if you do that you you deserve, that's
2: just darwinism well it's just it's, just
1: it's testing our intelligence it's talking about certain mocktails that you can make and different ingredients but one of them they named it the aromatic water mix and what it would actually do if you combine all these things, it'll create chlorine gas.
0: <laughs> oh, it's trying to make that's us create funny. chlorine gas. The
1: bot described the recipe as the perfect non-alcoholic beverage to quench your thirst and refresh your senses. <laughs> to, to death. <laughs> what was, what was the right? question
3: they added? They asked?
0: Take, take, the, take the stuff I have in my house yeah. and make
1: like recipes out of it. Yeah. Oh, that's... They recommended the name of that fresh breath. Fresh,
0: <laughs> fresh breath. breath, breath.
1: <laughs> so AI has some humor. Time. AI's got dude, look at that. AI is developing a <laughs> sense of humor.
0: Devious. You know, I was, I uh, was, I was, I was doing a little bit more research on the old, uh, old aliens here, and because uh, this is, I mean, this is an ongoing thing. You know, yeah. I mean, This is, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, again, like we joked about last week, it's like, oh, you know, next. Wait, hold on. Not yeah. next. We're talking about other <laughs> beings, you know, yeah. and so, um, listening to this guy, he was talking about how, so he's a Christian, and he was talking about how, um, uh, either aliens are, um, are potentially what, like demons, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe potentially demons, but also just the fact that, uh, we're really not dealing with a distance thing, we're, d- we're dealing with an interdimensional thing, yeah. mm-hmm. and, uh, which, am I right, that last time that I heard, there was proven to be like 13 different dimensions
2: that's what i was a lot no you said that yeah
0: it's like 11 or 13 so like we've already known for a while there's some sort of inter you know dimensional thing going on but uh, this guy was talking about how uh you know these aliens like if they were to have to travel in a a spaceship for instance like what we would call a spaceship they would have to travel for like 25,000 years at the speed of light to yeah. get from wherever the nearest thing would be to, you know, to here. Yeah, the nearest galaxy. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're talking about wormholes or interdimensional stuff yeah. or whatever. And uh,
1: anyway, it got really weird. Yeah. So our, so it's we're opening up other dimensions. Yeah. That's, 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 that's the idea. Happening. Is it is it like, why how are we opening up other dimensions? I think that's my question. Is it like Stranger Things stuff? Like we're cracking the underworld? uh is it Maybe. i mean some people are saying uh, elon musk is to blame now this would be more the the galactic stuff where he, rockets are blowing up and shooting holes in the endosphere and like opening up portals <laughs> dude there's all kinds of things going on that people are trying to figure out people just want elon to be their scapegoat i think that's <laughs> all no. that is it's zuckerberg's
0: <laughs> let's fight <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's true well, they're gonna be fighting and like he's you know zuckerberg's gonna have him like in a A chokehold, and all of a sudden, like, a wormhole opens up in front of Elon. (laughs) Like, beings start coming out of him. Elon
3: is the portal. Dude, he's the ultimate sacrifice. (laughs) That's what it is.
0: Elon becomes the sacrifice. Elon's the portal to the underworld. (laughs) (laughs) It's him.
3: (laughs) Knew it. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I did watch that video you sent. Which one? uh, Talking about the aliens and kind of scripture backing up. As believers... We've been exposed to interdimensional stuff yeah. for a long yeah. time. I mean, since the ancient of days. So it's like, hey, Paul talks about it. Hey, there's it's a spiritual battle. We, f- we fight things that are not from this world. Um, obviously, what it looks like is always kind of a thing. And uh, th- that guy had uh, mentioned that some of the people who, um, after they have experienced some of those alien abduction cases, have then dove into Eastern religions and spiritualism after after the fact.
0: So it'd probably force you into something.
1: <clears throat> well, yeah, it'd force definitely. me one
3: way. Be like,
0: dude, I went up into like this thing and one one funny part that he did bring up, it, it, like with people who ha- say that they've been abducted, he's like you know, typically they they go up into this light, they in the spaceship and then all of a sudden these beings have these primitive little tools that they begin to like Cut them open with He's yeah. Like you're telling me that, p- that these things Are gonna fly yeah. From you know yeah. Wherever And they they came with scalpels And like Flathead screwdriver
2: <laughs> Exactly Where's, Where's,
0: the- oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where's the screw To open this one up
0: Give me a Phillips <laughs> That's weird. I've had some weird dreams Lately Dude, let's hear one Yeah, so, give us one I've had dreams So I've been watching a lot uh, I say a lot I've been watching pretty much daily I've been watching uh, videos of police officers Who are basically having to like, shoot people And like weird stuff For instance, the other day I watched one where this guy was obviously I mean, he was off his rocker I don't know if he was on something or what But anyway He just took off running straight at a cop and literally headbutted the guy right in the face. Wow. Like he ran full speed and the cop
1: Headbutted the officer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. as a cop, you don't I
1: mean, yeah, I mean you, you don't know do what that.
0: this guy's gonna do. And uh, he didn't have his gun out or anything out, a taser or nothing. And he just the guy just ran at him from about twenty yards out, mm-hmm. full head of steam. And the cop, I guess, was expecting him to stop. He never did. And cop Ended up with brain damage, like he can't do his job anymore. Yeah, so anyway, oh my watching these videos, good <laughs> and so I've had some what weird dreams butt. right before you go to oh, sleep, huh? Yeah, <laughs> right, before, right before you sleep. Yeah. think on things that
1: are pure, lovely, and a good report. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for cop this day.
2: Street fights, <laughs> Ray Lewis edition. <laughs> yeah, so one of the
0: dreams I had was um, that I was, I've also been thinking about, uh, uh, uh like. I've, I mean, I've got a couple of guns, you know, so I've been thinking about starting to carry and stuff mm-hmm. and kind of looking into that. And so, um, so <laughs> I don't know, I guess all that together, I ended up in a dream where I was with my family and we we're like in a parking lot. And all of a sudden this dude runs up and he starts trying to mug, mug us or whatever dinner t- yeah. stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and I, you know, and all of a sudden I pull out my gun. He's like, Oh, and he turns around and starts running away. And I, <laughs> 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 I just shot the guy in the back. <laughs> And as soon as I did it, I was like, "Oh no! Like you can't do that. Yeah. If somebody's running away, you can't shoot him in the back." And yeah. all of a sudden, I start freaking out. I'm like, "Oh no! I'm going to jail!" Like, ah. and your whole world starts collapsing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, it was at that moment, I was like, "I'm not going to start carrying." Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not ready for I'm this. Not ready.
1: Yet. I'm not mature enough for this. God, <laughs> the <God> wrong <laughs> training kicked <laughs> in.
2: God was like. You're just going to
0: arbitrarily kill mistake. people. Like,
2: you need to stop. God knew you were yeah. thinking about <laughs> it. He's like, hey, we need to we need to shut this down real quick. What do we
0: do? I'm trying to bind you know, bad dreams. God's like, no, that's me trying to let you know. Hey, don't, don't do, do this. It.
2: You cannot be trusted. <laughs> Put that gun away, my friend. You just got to get mugged. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you just got to lose all away. stuff, dude.
3: So don't mug Jordan.
1: Don't. <laughs> yes. yes. In well, especially not in his dreams. <laughs> not, <laughs> not in his dreams. If you're up in that dimension of his dreams, done. <laughs> keep keep looking at him in the eyes.
0: <laughs> Don't try to wait. Wave the white flag. I will shoot you. <laughs> hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm just thinking about all the flags we get on this episode now. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, Yeah, you can edit this up to
0: to put me in jail. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, just a couple, couple out-of-context phrases. He got mugged and he shot a man, and then he was laughing about it. Shot him in the back, coward. Coward.
2: I always knew he'd shoot someone in the back. I knew it.
0: Every time I ever looked at that man, I was like, He's that guy, that's a dude that'll shoot somebody in the Never back. Never shoot me in the head like a
2: man. <laughs> Dude, I think Mississippi's (coughs) on the rise. In a I, good you way I think so I Wait, really In what do. ways Temperature um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, That's that's everywhere Well done though <laughs> Dude it is, mm-hmm, hot. Dude. It it is hot, hot It's not getting any better either I hardly
0: <laughs> ever drink hot coffee dude. anymore yeah. I do an iced coffee every day I it's can't rough. It's just bad I did yeah. iced
2: coffee this morning I was like Why haven't I been doing this all summer Right This yeah. is so much better Yeah
1: Yeah. It's, anyway it's Mississippi's on the rise hot. How so No I just, just got a feeling Oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> All of us are feeling people. No. There's, just, there's no metric. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, just, uh, it's wishful thinking. All of a sudden, it's Mike hopeful. is like, "The
0: South will rise again." <laughs> I was it's like, oh, it's like oh, y'all, back y'all. Out. y'all whoa, whoa, let
1: me tell you this. I might go back to the other story. It wasn't going to get that good anyway, but this one will be fun, <laughs> dude. My first day of school here when I moved here. I won't say the okay. school I went to, but literally the first day I went to school. Uh, We moved in the middle of the school year. I think think it was like the second quarter. From South Dakota, right? Yeah, from South Dakota, um, which is just the hood. (laughs) That's a lie. Okay, so I'm in South Dakota. (laughs) I was about to say, uh, population of 50. (laughs) Yeah. Move here, go into school, and I think my second class of the day was history. And I remember walking in, and being a new student, it's always uncomfortable. School's starting, I've talked to a lot of kids. They're like, oh, it's a brand new school. I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I remember that moment. So I go in there, go into this class, sit down and god is my witness the teacher the history teacher is is standing there in in confederate soldier garb oh my gosh mm-hmm. head to toe head to toe he's got a robert e lee bobblehead on his desk oh my let's go <laughs> and this was the summary of the first day's lesson <clears throat> that i got was the south actually won the civil war oh. Oh boy. And then it was. That was the first time I heard the phrase the South will rise again. Dude. And I remember thinking, what, terror? What is happening? And I just remember thinking, this Dad, is wrong. Why? But, <laughs> like, what is happening right now? And then you see the Robert e, Robert e. Lee's head. Was this a public or a private school? It was a private school. It was. It was I a know private school, about. yeah. It was oh my. shocking, shocking, and that was the first time I thought
0: he wasn't like in character. Like, hey, today I'm the conf- I'm representing the Confederate, uh, you know, army, and today I'm going to teach you from the Confederate
1: point of view. And then let I'm me gonna say, he could other- have been. He just didn't give that disclaimer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How old
1: was he? Uh, mid forties. Yeah, mid forties. Yeah, I mean that's pretty young. I was picturing. About
0: seventy five. Yeah. Oh like, no, no no on no. His on, way way <laughs> on, his way, <laughs> on
1: his way out. <laughs> so I'm like okay. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah. That was that's young.
1: Yeah. He could know.
0: potentially still be teaching.
1: Uh, no clue. He could, I mean, he could be. Yeah, but I have no clue <laughs> what's, what's going on. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was fine
0: Hopefully, he's been canceled by. Him. Yeah. Like that's Mississippi. Isn't that? <laughs> Do you remember his reasoning behind thinking why? We it, actually that's won. the
1: only part I, I remember when it, it I was, say we by the way? <laughs> oh <laughs> boy.
0: <laughs> I mean we I'm all shooting like, people. The South, we're in the South. Not like I yeah. I, I you know I, I, agree I with remember this. being <laughs> yeah.
1: very political kind of conspiracy thing and it yeah. was yeah. that that world. Uh, of that But it was going to rise again Yeah. Well,
2: uh, speaking of that Do you guys see what happened in Montgomery? We want to talk about that at all I do not know anything Montgomery. You don't know anything about it?
1: No I also don't Dude, let's I go don't Breaking right, news So there
2: was a There's a riverboat cruise or whatever That's going on up there And so these white people Had their pontoon parked Where the riverboat needed to dock Ah you, you know what I'm talking I've about now? I seen a
0: video about a doc about yes. a fight, a fight. Yes. Okay, keep going. And so the mm.
2: people on the boat, or the security guard from the cruise or whatever, gets off and like comes like, "Hey, you guys got to move. <laughs> like we're supposed to be here." And these white people jump this this black security guard, and you just see a horde of people get off the boat, off the cruise ship, or like, "No, you're not doing that." And they all come over and beat the crap out of these people that were on the pontoon boat. Like, there's videos of a dude that jumped off another boat. Had nothing to do with it. He just saw what was going down. He jumps, swims across, gets out, and immediately, as soon as he gets up on the dock, he just starts throwing hands at white people. It's ridiculous. I've only
0: seen, like, one angle. It was not really a good angle. There was stuff in the way. But I do remember the one part that I I thought was hilarious. And, dude, this is going to go viral. Like, I think, like, not the whole thing's probably going to go viral. But this one moment. The guy, the security guard. Oh, yeah. He's like this and all of a sudden like he sees what's yeah. about to
2: happen and he goes He throws his hat, dude. Dude <laughs> People are already posting memes like <laughs> that. That's, that's, that's what happens all about. Yes. Dude, I keep chair. Seeing have you seen the chair? Th- yeah. I was like oh. Yeah, so dude. there's – dude, somebody got off the boat with a chair, a folding chair, and just starts going crazy on folks. I had not
1: seen all this. I didn't know why everybody was posting pictures of – hat. Hats That's flying in the chairs. shirt off or whatever. Is.
0: <laughs> dude, and what's going on in the background? It's like all you hear is chaos. Like on the boat – the one that I saw, it's a video of, of like the side shot of it. And obviously the people that are on this boat watching it happen – Are just going nuts, but it's just like chaos. The whole thing is just chaos. Sounds like a Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't see the whole jumping off, swimming, getting up. I have seen that.
2: I've seen people refer to him as Aquaman. (laughs) 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 He jumped off the boat, swam over. As soon as he gets on the dock, just starts throwing hands. Dude, speaking of fights, old Zucky
3: and uh, Elon, man. Yeah. Dude, it's 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 going to happen. Is it in
1: the Coliseum? Is that accurate? Dude. I think Bluxy got the bid. No, no, no. I mean the oh, role, no. the, the Roman Coliseum. Oh, okay, I thought that's, you were. That's where it's. That's where it's so. been talked about. It's going to happen in the Roman Coliseum. I, that'd be awesome. They're only to make that streaming happen. on oh, X. Oh, no, I didn't know about this. Right, they're yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, Elon's, I will. Elon's
3: little flex. I He's will like, buy hey, this
1: We're Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That's gonna be a watch $1. party." <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, he said all proceeds are gonna go to uh, veterans with disabilities, so it's going towards that's a good cause. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I that's great. It.
1: I'm buying it His for the fight though. move. <laughs> <His> <laughs> <ultimate> move. <laughs> 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 it doesn't have to go anywhere. I mean, you can flush the money <laughs> down the toilet. <laughs> 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 Did
2: you see the uh, the latest thing that Elon's selling? It's like a gag gift. He's selling cardboard boxes shaped like the Tesla truck that are for kitty litter. You have to assemble it yourself. People are buying it like crazy. They buy everything. You, you can't get <laughs> them. They're so stupid. I, I have one. I don't have a cat.
3: I don't have a cat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm putting goose feed in there. <laughs> yeah, goose feed. Actually, we can put it, we so, put it on the set. I want
3: to put it on the set. So, yeah.
0: okay. So, Brent, used, there, we, me and Brent live close to each other. Mm. Brent said a story. And I wanted to fact check it Not fact check you But I'm like I'm curious Curious So we have a bunch of geese Around where we live And it's true Like this year It's out of control They're just everywhere Mm -hmm. And every single day That I'm going to work Basically they're always Crossing the road People Mm -hmm. are stopping I'm more of the person That just says hit them They'll learn from You know But apparently it's a federal offense Or something like that Allegedly If you
1: accidentally do
0: it It's not (laughs) Yeah, if you, I'm just gonna close my eyes every day between oh, yeah, the blinked ponds just... I just blink hard. <laughs> oh, that was my neighbor. Whoops. <laughs> oh. So one time I was going through the road and dude, they, they were this is the longest row of geese like crossing the road, and I'm like, I gotta go, man. I yeah. don't have like three minutes just to wait for these geese and all. <sighs> and so like I kind of get close to the line and I kind of boop boop, kind of honk a little bit and kind of, yeah. you know, well then they figure it out and they they separate because they're animals, by the way. Yeah. They're Mm. animals. Anyway, so they separate, and then I go. And as I'm going, the other person that was waiting on the other side gave me the ugliest look. Like, they were just like...
1: That you drove through the That
0: I would pressure them to split. That you would have dominion over the animals? Yeah. And, dude, I wanted to stop and get out and throw my hat up in the air. That's what (laughs) I wanted to do.
2: (laughs) I wanted to just...
0: Let's go, but no, nah, I
3: wasn't going to a chair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Watch out, Goose. swimming.
1: <laughs> Casey comes out the pond. He's been holding his breath in the pond for two days. long him in there. Mind over matter. <laughs> I went slowing. into a trance. I was in the upside down world just hanging out with Elon. Between portals just now.
0: <laughs> the portal is the pond with the geese. <laughs> casey's oh, actually oh, an alien this whole time <laughs> <laughs> it makes so much more sense honestly <laughs> so these geese um there's this there's a lady that's been uh, riding a bike around our neighborhood area and uh like every day and apparently she's been feeding these geese mm-hmm. and um so geese are supposed to fly back up north during the summer um but these geese are not this year mm. and uh and they're just chilling and so Brent talk to her and basically explains her that potentially she's messing with the migratory pattern of these birds mm-hmm. and they haven't gone back up because she's she's feeding them I'm curious like did you do research on the migratory <laughs> no. patterns no dude
3: was that all <laughs> so a bluff it was, a <clears throat> <clears throat> it was all anecdotal you were just mad my at her <laughs> you were just mad cuz you got to
1: clean up goose poop <laughs>
3: So I did. I did. I will As you were talking, I knew you were going to bring this up. So oh. I <laughs> up <some> articles.
1: <laughs> I did a quick
3: study this morning. Last year, the past two years since we've been in area with la ponds, um, we've only seen like maybe one or two that are breeding and they're like mating with each other and they're just by themselves. Bow, chicka, this is bow, the bow. oh yeah, dude. This is the first year and. Conveniently, this is the first year. Also, this lady, I, I guess, has moved into the area and she started feeding them, and we are now seeing a plethora of geese. A it lot. Also, it also might be <clears throat> maybe something to do with the, the double heat. El Nino. Dude, it's really hot. Wind yeah. patterns. Yeah. Who knows? There, there could be a lot of different reasons. I was, I was a little perturbed. That she was feeding them, and they were just staying on our street in our ponds because, like Jordan says, hey, dude, they walk in the road, they do They're, leave yes, their fecal matter is. literally oh. everywhere. Oh, yeah, like, it's all you can't the yard. clean it up, it's you you got pretty Um They are geese, have been known to be pretty aggressive. I they do are. have a toddler, so we like to chill out by our pond. And sometimes there there's literally like 40 geese in our pond, and then they try, they start making their approach as we're walking outside. And it's yeah. like, hey, this little egg. They think you're gonna feed them. Yeah, no, do, do They're like, rest, the they start making their noises. They're like, oh, dude, it's weird. It's
1: oh a, wow, geese sound
3: very terrifying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they've got the hiss dude. sound.
1: Like, so did you talk to her face to face?
3: I did. I was going out there to talk to her civilly and just kind of like explain, hey, ma'am, I, I would appreciate you if you didn't feed these geese on, yeah. on our private property. Um, my neighbor across the street, he also has a pond and I didn't know he was coming out at the same exact time
1: oh really oh,
3: bro no. it was he was a little bit more aggressive yeah. with his uh with his words um i kind of i took the low he probably road. doesn't
0: have a podcast reaching millions of people oh really yeah dude millions international
3: audience we're in canada too oh <laughs> where the geese are from oh yeah dude wow <laughs> Maybe that's why they're down Dude, they're they want to get on they, the they want to be striders. <laughs> <laughs> no. dude you got one good dude but anyways so i i started explaining to her i'm like hey ma'am um Please, please stop feeding these uh, geese. You're you're messing with their potentially their migration pattern. <laughs> <laughs> Except I might have said it matter-of-factly, not potentially. Not
0: potentially, uh, you're messing f- with our r-
3: ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> I care about these animals more than you do. You don't even know their migratory patterns. <laughs> Printed out a map, showed her. Can you no, even I didn't speak have any map. Canadian? How are you speaking to him? Hey. <laughs> anyways i I told her very gently i was like hey ma'am please don't feed these geese in our pond you're causing them to stay in our pond and we we honestly don't want them in our area um if you want to feed them where you're at if you have your own pond be my guest. Go ahead and do that, but
1: please oh, don't power be my move pond. if you got your own pond. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I got mine, what's, and what's... my boy right here's got his own too. Dude, he, so Speak my neighbor, he, dude, he he does have a dog,
3: and he says, "Man, he says it's illegal for me to to kill him, but it's not." A, I talked to the. Uh, The federal, uh, or the agency, and they said, I could sick my dog on them. (laughs) We have problems with dog uh, being aggressive towards the geese. said No, I got (laughs) a chihuahua. but (laughs) He has a doodle, and uh, so it's not a very aggressive looking dog, but it was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. doodles are aggressive, but they don't look aggressive, so it was kind of funny. I kind of chuckled when he said that. Uh, (laughs) What did (laughs) she say? She was just kind of like... She was kind of aggravated at him, and then she made eye contact with me. She said, uh, She says, Okay, that's fine. I, I'm not going to do it anymore. And we haven't seen her since. I have. Yeah, um, I have. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, a big bag, bag of bread.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what a beautiful end of the story. <laughs> big bag of bread. <laughs> Gonna go feed my geese. (laughs) Gonna go feed my geese. (laughs) I was amazed at how many people in our last episode or watched the last episode and commented on the the spray. Mm -hmm. Like they, I think some were like, "Hey, where do you get it? Like, let me buy some." Links are getting dropped in comments saying this is where I can purchase it. So Brent has an affiliate link in Amazon now. (laughs) Are we starting?
3: Are we
0: sponsored? Is that what's
1: going
3: on here? Threadsaver. Saver. (laughs) We're going to start. Hey, now I want to take 30 (laughs) 30 seconds. (laughs) Have you been
0: having dry mouth, potentially dry vocal cords? Do you have a problem with coughing nonstop? Boy, have I got a deal for you. (laughs) Throat Saver Herbal Edition.
2: It'll save your throat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Call 1 800 333 4545. Someone did comment.
3: uh, I think it was the clip, actually. They said. no one roasts you like your church fam,
1: dude. Speaking of roasting, I saw a video of yours uh, after church on Sunday, and you posted <laughs> oh, a <man>. video. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, you know, a man's not even accepted in his own hometown no, was on right. full display. <laughs> that's <laughs> right.
0: Christ <laughs> had to go elsewhere. Is
1: this so do I <laughs> Jordan had had a, a big weekend, and it, it it finished on Sunday morning, where you know we shared the message with the whole church. It was really it was amazing. And he posted you posted a video. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and your daughter, your oldest daughter, yeah, was just mocking you. They just mocked me <laughs> into the ground. For a, a mispronunciation. Oh, every day. So is that a frequent thing? Oh, dude.
0: Literally, <laughs> every day of my life,
1: my family
0: <laughs>, laughs at me for something. So like when I talk in the car, talk, like, oh, if I'm praying before we go to bed, like and yeah. I'm praying. And I say one syllable off. It's like, <laughs> like God, okay. can we take
1: a break right now? <laughs>
2: yeah. Guys, come on. Oh, well, Lord, I curse this child. <laughs> she has <laughs> no respect for the man of God. <laughs> I am the Lord's anointed.
1: Yeah. Hope I don't see you in my dreams because some crazy stuff. <laughs> don't, don't, turn your back. <laughs> don't turn your back on me. Yeah. No, I, um,
0: I said, hey, we're gonna today's going to be a good, it's going to be a good. And I, instead of saying day, I said tay. That's it. I went tay to t- day to day. T- day I, oh, that was it. The- Art, Nadine said in the seats, like she saw Ariana, Ariana like go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, come on. It wasn't that big of a deal. And then they replayed it. And then they laughed. And then Elon gets on. Yeah, Elin gets in on <laughs> training Elan in the way. Oh, yeah. It's you. just. Oh, but look. So that's that's like. That comes from Nadine's, Nadine and, and her family. So, like, yeah. check this out. Years ago, we were dating. <laughs> this is a good story. Yeah. I was like, we were, I don't know, 17, maybe somewhere up in there. And we're at, uh, you know, I was over at Nadine's house. Our whole family's there. And um, anyway, they would always say, What you talking about, Willis? Yeah. All the time. You know, somebody say something, What you talking about, Willis? What you, yeah. you know, yeah. it's from the, uh, what's the show? Um, uh, is it? What's the name of that show? I picture his face. I don't know the name. Not Family Matters, but... No, it's older, older uh, than that. Good, day, good days? Good Still times? The smaller days? guy. Good times? Good days, I'm good picturing him. Huh. I forget wow. his name. Drop it in the comments. Not, yeah. Drop um, in, in the, comments the comments if you know anyway. <laughs> What you talking about, Willis? So they would always say that. Well, we were all in the living room, I don't know, talking, and somebody said something, and I said, what you talking about, Lewis?
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: immediately... Everybody stopped. So cousins. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Our whole fam- The whole oh. family. We immediately just like you hear, dude. Immediately, silent. What are you talking about, Lewis? <laughs> and Brent stands
2: up and goes, "Get out! <laughs> You've disrespected my home. <laughs> <laughs> You've disrespected my family. You're messing with the migratory patterns. <laughs> you got a bag of bread.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need to migrate back to your house, Lewis. <laughs> <Louis. laughs>
0: pretty much,
2: pretty much. And we all just I, everybody like, what are you talking about? And
0: literally, one person said. What are you talking about? <laughs> they everybody acted and felt as though they had no idea what oh. I was referring to. Like, I love it because it was all I swapped I the it. W and the L, yes, yeah. Willis Lewis. I swapped those up, yeah, done. That's and great. then I'm like, What? I was like, uh, and somebody said, Do you mean Willis? I was like. <laughs> Yeah, Willis, you know, the, the thing...
1: Say it again. It's say it say the right, it right. way. <laughs> say it right. You say it in silence. Shout out, shout out to all my
3: Hispanic families out there. They roast like crazy. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I, I don't know. My kids right now are... they They know one thing that just annoys the heck out of me. And I don't know why, but... Okay, my feet are ticklish. Okay? Like, really? ridiculously. So... I'll be in the living room with my feet kicked up, like literally on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, this last Sunday, there was like 30 minutes where I could, so I was like, man, I'm going to kick him up. I'm going to fall asleep. And when any of my kids walk by mm. on the bottom of my foot, and y'all, I oh I gosh. want to kick. Yeah. <laughs> like, it it enrages me. I want to cuss. <laughs> like, and it's like, oh, my like, all the things like like a dude, it does I can't help it. Like I throw my feet and they think it's hilarious. So they wait and they'll purposely they'll walk by, they'll wait till I'm almost asleep. No. Oh, Oh, that's a problem. And I'm like, Will you please stop it? And it's just it's gasoline on a fire. They love it. Oh no. They know how to get under my skin. It's it's hard to get under my skin, or at least for me to show that you're under my skin. That one does it, and I'm calling out particularly Callie. Oh, (laughs) get her. Yeah. I hope she watches, and I'm going to visit her in her dreams. (laughs) I'm going to bring Jordan with me. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (sighs) Dude. That's a lot laughter. after.
0: Are we going to have a real conversation? <laughs> <Not> <laughs> so the first, the first episode was basically just this, nothing. nothing it was this. The second um, can I update a story
2: uh, from last week real quick? Okay. Yeah. That's a story so, update. so we talked, well, not really story, but we talked about uh, Taylor Swift and her tour. Yes. Mm-hmm. So as we were recording, uh, she released some new dates for next year that are in New Orleans. I think there's one in uh, Canada, one in Miami, something like that. Next. It's oh, so this is all for next year? Next fall. Mm-hmm. Next September. Like, and so... 24? like not, Yes. Yes, the same tour. I didn't it's, realize it was that far out. Yeah, it's gonna be in New Orleans uh mid mid September, October, I think. But anyway, uh the pre sale for the tickets went on yesterday <laughs> or day before, and they all sold out. So I was looking at Stubhub. The cheapest tickets right now are fourteen hundred dollars. Hotels in New Orleans have already sold out for the entire weekend. It's three shows, and they sell they sold out for like seven hundred dollars a night. It's insane. insane. Wow. So that's thank insane. you Taylor Swift for boosting the economy, dude.
1: That is wild. That's that's crazy. Like yeah. I mean, those numbers—it's it's bludzmont bloods- because blood. in three nights that they three do a New Orleans show. Yep, three nights in a row. Three nights three in New Orleans. In a row? So let's just think. Oh, let's Friday, just say, Saturday,
0: let's Sunday. Let's say with fees and stuff, at least twenty five hundred dollars just for hotels. Twenty five hundred bucks for that, and let's say four people go. Yeah. Four times fourteen hundred.
2: I don't know. Well, if you. 56. <laughs> 50, <laughs> We're leaving all that in. I think it's, I think it's 15. I think it's 5600. We can do the calculation, meme
0: I think it's 5600. 1400 times four. Four is 6 uh, Yes.
1: Yes. 56. How many can the Superdome hold? No, I'm pretty hold? sure. How many can the Superdome hold? <laughs> the Super hold? They'll they'll sell it out. I thought it was 90, 90,000. Like sure. 90, but then the floor. That's, that's like the uh, uh, That's true two.
0: too I think I'd be over
2: 100. Yeah. Got to be. Right? Yeah. And how much per 100. person are we talking about? Well, if you get them from, if you got them from her website, you're only paying like a hundred bucks a ticket, but, yeah, but most people you're are You're talking about them. With,
0: with travel and with food, I mean, just round it up to ten grand. It's oh, a yeah. ten grand concert yeah. experience mm-hmm. to, to to do that. Well, if you stay in Orlando for three nights, if you only stay one, you night, only stay for one night, you know, you cut out, what, uh, fourteen hundred, yeah. fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Not nine. Grand. <laughs> nine grand. <laughs> <laughs> much better. <laughs> yeah. And that's fourteen hundred. That's, that's going to be that's gonna be top. Yes. That's you know, oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, the that's worst the yeah. yeah, that's all the
2: way up. Yeah, all the way up is <laughs> fourteen hundred bucks, the Man. very top of the dome. That's like one family.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, God. wild, dude. Dude, good update though. It's wild.
2: Yeah, the number that I saw last was one point four billion is what they're expecting the tour to do in revenue. That's
0: I mean, just is this incredible. this is like, this is the biggest tour it has to be ever huh it has biggest to I've be. Ever seen. i don't
2: know i know beyonce is doing another tour right now and i think she played in new york and did like 16 million for one show i think is what it was
1: so so she she did a show i believe it was in baltimore or or somewhere in maryland beyonce or beyonce okay. and i know her show went long and the metro oh, yeah. was already shut down so she personally paid a hundred thousand dollars to get the metro back up and running for all of her fans to get out. Uh, so I mean, but like you're just dealing with just extraordinary amounts of money. Yeah. And uh, you know wild. Taylor's in a whole other world. Nope, that's, Yeah, it's crazy. That is a good update though. I tell you, if if there's people out there that like care about what we talk about, I would encourage you to either to either comment or yeah. send us an email, mm-hmm. ncunscripted at northwood.com. Church, yep. and we're we're looking at those emails. And uh if you say something that we want to talk about, we'll talk about <laughs> it. Yeah, tonight. you can text
2: Micah two two eight. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really want to just insert Casey's phone number right there. Yeah. Out, man. So
2: I literally
1: thought about it the last Did episode
2: <laughs> of season one. I almost said that his phone number was mine. Was like, text me anytime. Oh, uh, I didn't do it. Yeah, you're welcome, Casey.
1: We had a cool night last night last night we had well if time to say it is it'll be a few nights ago but um you know during the summer that's that's the busy time for student ministry but during during camps and conferences and just a couple of gatherings students like from all of our locations were saying we want to get together more and we're like okay cool man you guys want pool parties you want what do we want what do we want to do and they were you know they'd go to movies and they'd hang out go to restaurants we're like no nah, we want to pray together so we're like Well, let's pray together. Let's do that. So we opened up one of our locations recently. uh, And, dude, we had like 57 people show up on this random night from all four locations to pray, to pray. Some of these, like we had people from 12 years old up to, and then we had leaders in the place too. And it was one of those things that we were talking with the leaders before it started. And we were like, okay, so what's this going to look like? And, you know, we had a plan. But then it was... We've never really done this, so I mean, we've had prayer nights yeah. you know, as a church, but we've never really done this for students. So we don't know exactly what it's going to look like. So we had a couple pieces in play, and as it was taking place, you know, over about an hour, hour and fifteen minutes, you'd watch about fifteen minutes in, and it just felt like, oh, it oh, it broke a little bit, it opened up a little bit, like oh, people are not just relaxed, but they're they're pressing in right now. And then thirty minutes later, it was like, oh, we're oh we're in the moment. We're, we're, we're pursuing God together as a group. And then, you know, by, by the end of the night, there were, there was one moment, I think it was an hour and it was like the last thing we sang the song available. And then they got in groups and all their schools were on the board. And I'm talking about from, from private schools to home schools, to public schools. I think we had like 16 schools wow. on the board, which is where our student Very ministry cool. is from. And I walked around these circles of five to six students and the majority of those circles of those although leaders might have been in them, dude, we had twelve-year-olds praying for their school. Come on, dude, we had fourteen-year-olds praying for their principals. We had uh, some homeschoolers praying for their parents that they would lead them well in growing and knowing more. And I thought to myself, there is a there is a spiritual hunger in our students. I believe there's a spiritual hunger in our church right now. Yeah. Uh, you know i'm i'm talking about students just because that's one of my responsibilities but yeah. there seems to be this desire to um to grow but to pursue the presence of god and and this is a sweet time for our church um you know i'm i'm just i'm reminded of 20 years ago where those moments as as even a teenager like oh god's here with me right now I talked to a young man at the end of the prayer night last night. I just so happened to look. It was during the the song, and there's that phrase, you can have it all, you can have it all. And he's a quiet dude, naturally. Like, But this this dude was going after it in worship, video worship, I might add. <laughs> whoa, whoa, video worship. And he was singing so loud. You can have it all, you can have it all. And although I didn't ask him exactly what that meant, I know exactly what that meant. It was this surrender, abandonment moment. And uh, I think there's some sweet things happening in our church right now, uh, just just as we're being faithful, obedient. Um, but are you guys noticing the same kind of thing? Yeah, just dude, this
2: I agree. So we did a, a worship leader team night three weeks ago now, four weeks ago, a couple, couple weeks ago. And it was just one of those moments Jordan came and was talking about worship leading. And one of the notes I wrote down was like, our people want nights like these. And it's like, I got to yeah. find ways to actively feed it. Because for a while, it was like, man, do people want to be part of yeah. these environments? And dude, even with the creative team push, bro, we had, I think we had 27 people come to creative team preview night. It's one of those things like a lot of people signed up and it's like, all right, let's see who shows up. And yeah. everyone responded to text like super quick. It was like, I think people actually want to be part of what we're doing here. And for so long, at least for me, it was like 2020, it was like, all right, nobody wants to come to church. Nobody wants to be on your team. Nobody wants to do these yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get stuck in that default way of thinking of like, I'm yep. the only one that actually wants to do this. And yeah. then you throw out a line and people are like, oh, yes, this is incredible. And it's, it humbles you. It's like, oh, no, like,
1: well, like people God's want to do more His church. Yeah. It's <laughs> people like, want to do more. It's like, oh, yeah. Th- Oh, it's not just we don't want to just maybe meet one time a week or just. Yeah. It's like oh, we want to be together. We want to grow. We want we to want pursue to God together.
2: Yeah, dude. And then I'm I'm leading a worship leader group where we're reading a book together. So we met, dude. For the first I heard time. about that. We met for the first time Sunday, and people were like, "Yeah, like we get to read a book together and talk about worship leading and theology and doxology." And I was like, "Dude, this is this is incredible." It's so stuff. it's like a responsibility. Like, oh, people want this, so I like just in my job, I have to create space for people to get together in these moments. Yeah but it 's encouraging it's like, okay, so one it. of
1: the guys in your small group, yeah. uh, he, had, he attends a long beach location he 's one of our worship leaders. This was his day on Sunday. He, he served on Sunday yeah. morning, he led worship uh, in both services, and then immediately after he went to a small group yep. and then immediately after that, he went to um, oh he 's in freedom he 's yep. in freedom, so he he went to like the, the, the team met and they I think it was the freedom anyway, he met had lunch, ate some pizza uh, with that group and immediately after that there was a small group launch party cuz he's one of the leaders so i'm th- i watch him walk in and maybe it's that thing that you were just saying i guess i'm ultra aware of what it felt like everybody was saying recently is man less 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 so i'm i know what this dude just did i know what his day was and i watched him walk in full of life yeah, yeah. full of energy but not just like hype the dude was excited about what god's doing so i talked to him about you know we shook hands, hugged. I said, bro, how are you? He said, oh, I'm awesome. So we had our small group launch party. It ends. It ends at 7, 7.30. Yeah. He gets up. He says, this is one of the best days I've ever had. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm just around the family. I'm around the church. Yeah. And he says, "Like this is what I was born to do. And this, okay, this is a guy that's not paid. <laughs> this is a guy that uh, is a complete volunteer in different arenas, but he's so spiritually hungry. out. You know what? His wife is too. His family is too. That's and exciting. what's funny is, they're going through hell in a lot of ways. Yep. Like behind the scenes, everything says shut down, hide in a corner, you know, preserve. And as they're walking through difficulty, man, God is surrounding them with Christian community, but also they're surrounding themselves with Christian community. It's the responsibility really on the individual's part. Yeah. So um, it's those kind of stories.
0: Yeah, I think that we, I think it's not just Northwood, you know, us. Yeah. I, I think that the global church, has uh and when i say global I, I really should just locate localize it to america um it's there's ebbs and flows yeah, and yeah. the the people of god uh, so in in the bible it says uh the israelites i mean god wanted his people to continually communicate you know the the law and teach their kids the law and and then it basically says a generation passed and basically yep. the parents didn't do a good job yeah And so the next generation came up, and they didn't really know the ways of God. They didn't follow the ways of God. They didn't have a hunger for God because they weren't aware of it. And then it just kind of had to play out. And it plays out in in distance from God and all of the things that come with that. And we can see that very clearly in Scripture. And typically for them, it was like worship of false idols and, Mm -hmm. I mean, potentially intermarrying with other Uh, cities and then you know having kids adopting the worship practices of the surrounding cities and then they would fall god would have to judge them and reset things and so i mean it's a very extreme very big example in in a small way though i feel like the church Mm -hmm. goes through that i feel like there's generations who there's things that i experienced whenever i was a teenager and you know uh that 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 i believe the american church kind of in a way was experiencing and and like the spirit's moving in a certain way and then it's almost like people get used to that and the very thing that that got them where they were with god in regards to closeness and unity and 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 i mean we there's words like revival you know stuff like that but like just different moves of god that generation kind of gets it's sort of like okay we did that we did it i agree with you okay cool what's next so kind of hit the brakes or kind of just take the foot off the gas, um, and then all of a sudden, seven years later, ten years later, it's like, okay, what's you know, what are we gonna do? Yeah. So there's a natural ebb and a flow, and I'm not saying that that's right, man. But also at the same time, there's dry seasons. Yep, in life, in church, in anything. You're Right. Sometimes you just have to wait, and I'm gonna. I, was, I was hmm. literally I had lunch yesterday with Rick Zachary, uh, who's um he is the I don't know if he wouldn't be called the president, but he's the, yeah. the the guy in charge of Church Asia, a uh, organization, a missions organization that we support. And um, and we were we were talking about a lot of stuff. We're talking about church and all kind of stuff. And and I was telling him in regards to just Northwood, the last few years for me, just personally, I haven't felt like we were in a time to look to growth. And what yeah. I mean by growth is, if you are a family and you are talking about having kids typically like in a perfect scenario, you know, where you're kind of planning things out and you know, are the question you asked, are we ready to have kids? Are we, are we financially ready to have kids? Mm-hmm. Are we emotionally ready? When me and yep. Nadine were married, she wants to start having babies. And I was like, we're ain't ready. We ain't ready. <laughs> we ain't ready. Yeah. And so we backed off because it just, it wasn't time. But then there comes a moment and everybody who's, you know, had this moment in their marriage, you know, it's like, we're ready. Yep. We want, and sometimes there's surprises and we get all that, but, but you, you guys get what I'm talking about. It's like, we're ready to to move forward in our family, yeah it's not very much different in a church because church is so relational, it's so spiritual, it's so covenant that you can feel whenever a, a a church family is ready to grow and expand in multiple ways like uh whether that be whether i mean come on there's there's all the strategies and the, and the sure. containers there's groups, there's services, there's locations and all that kind of stuff. But kind of going deeper than that, when there when there's a health, I believe that for the last few years, that's what we've been praying and working on. I agree. Working out of us to uh, hurt. We had to heal. Uh, we had to uh, rediscover or focus our attention on what it is that God was leading us to do and be. And I believe when those things come together, there's a, a stability at the foundation and the core that then yeah. God begins to um, I think God trusts people with the people that he wants to uh, be that. in his kingdom. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. You know, and and I, c- I can't figure all that out, but there's something to that. You know, um, And so I believe that we're in a time—and um, I will say this, not just Northwood. A lot of the churches that I, I know of and people I talk to, there's growth happening in yeah. the kingdom in a lot of different yeah. ways. And so I think a lot of the people in the last few years who have been hypercritical of the kingdom, hypercritical of the church you know, yeah. overall— um, I understand that, but I also think that that fed the cynicism in the church, and yeah. I think there's a fallout from that with a large group of young people who bid into all that stuff. The enemy works in crazy ways to destroy mm-hmm. the church. Yeah, He works in crazy ways, and he'll even use the truth to do it. He'll use the truth, and he'll compound um, uh, negativity and criticism and cynicism and all of these things. He'll compound those things in order to, uh, to uh, destroy trust, uh, sure. between one another, between leadership in the church, all sorts of things yeah. Yeah. in order to undermine it. And I think there are a lot of people kind of just faded to the side out of that. And what you have is you have those who remained the remnant, yep. um, uh, who are rising up and there's a new health yeah. that's being formed. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not just talking about Northwood, I'm talking about the yeah, kingdom of God. Absolutely. And I believe what we're going to see that's is a sure. whole lot of people who have left the church and have left I don't want to say left God, because that's not the same thing. Nope. Um, you know, I believe that there's a there's an overlap there. I think there's a lot of people who God has calls on their lives and has gifts in, yeah. giftings in them that are going to uh, heal, and they're going to return. Yes. Might return differently, but they're going to return, and I believe the kingdom's going to grow through I all agree. of this. Absolutely. And so, I mean, our church is growing. I know there's churches there's all, over the, all over the place that are growing, and God's moving, and... Uh, and honestly, I guess for me being in church my whole life, I've just seen this happen so many yeah. times that I'm like, No, the church ain't done. It's no. so all these yeah. articles that come out, the church, oh, tr- yeah. oh, this is it. This is the one. I'm like,
2: nah, man. Yeah, just like Satan's trying to destroy it, I think God's still working to build it. Hundred percent. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, Satan's gonna get some blows in, but it's nothing that's catching God off guard. No. Yeah. It's like he's like, oh, that that's what you want to do. It's like, okay, have have your thing. It's like, boom, now we're back. And I just it's I encouraging say- for me. The, th- we went to a conference this, this spring, summer, and one of the things was like, God is the one who builds his church. Like, it's not mm-hmm. you, it's not a pastor, it's not me, and it's it's yeah. comforting to actually see that play out and be like, oh, yeah, I don't really have anything to do with this. Yeah. like, God I'm doing u- my part. God uses
0: those who are willing yes. and yep. who remain. Yep, That's what he does, and I don't know why he does that, but He He, it's not always the big flashiest stuff, people or whatever. It's... Yeah. It's those who remain. In, I mean, look in Israel. There was a remnant. Yeah. There was people who—I was reading—I uh, can't remember. I think it was in Ezra. I think it was in Ezra. But anyway, um, where uh, the, the the prophet found out that, that Israel—they had started intermarrying. They had started doing some of the things that I was just talking about. And he, like, ripped his clothes, and he was very—he yeah. was just so upset about it. But then he said—then he remembered that there was some people who remained. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm sure there was some people who went off and started doing some stuff, who repented and came back in that sure. process. It's not like they were completely cut off. Yeah. But there was a core of some people who said, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go that direction. Yeah. I'm gonna remain." We still remember what yeah. God did. We still remember what God did exactly. Yeah. And so, I understand why there. I, I I like I felt what you were saying. It's like, man, people really don't want to. And it's like, yeah, yeah. There's a, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of that in me. Let me mm-hmm. just be honest. Twenty twenty, dude. Once we all had to stay home, I ended up loving that. I ended up loving the fact that there was, n- I had an excuse to not do anything. Yeah. For in a lot of different ways. Now I tell you, I wanted to play golf, <laughs> right? And that's one thing you'll, you'll notice if 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 you're if you're if you just think about it, in the last three years, in your own heart, in your own mind. What things did you really miss in the yeah. in that time? Whenever everything was kind of shut down, and what things did you crave to do? And for a lot of people, I think that what they didn't miss—the thing that they were excited to not do—had <laughs> to do with a lot of church stuff.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah, and and there's a multifaceted answer for that and a reason why. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, I think there's a lot of people who were burnt out, burnt out. Yeah, and um and and I, I can say this for me: in hitting pause on a lot of activity, for me, it, it removed all of the activity, and what was left was what was that activity for? Sure. What was? Yeah. yeah. And it and I've I personally have reconnected with the why behind all of those yeah. things. And now, when I engage in a creative team night, or I engage on a small group, or I engage in a whatever, the the, the things that we do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. My heart has been reset in yep. in the in the the purpose of it, yeah. and I'm like, oh no, that does matter. No, people gathering together in small groups or in a service or or one on one or yeah. whatever the case is, and what happens in that interaction—the teaching, the worship, the prayer, the fellowship—like I really I believe Acts two more than I did before 2020. <laughs> yep. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so that's that's yeah. what I've been feeling, and I think that a lot of other people are feeling that, and I think believers are saying, no. I have taken a break for you know 2 3 years. I've been yeah. out of the I've been out of the mix and but I know what I'm feel I'm feeling dry. Yeah. I'm feeling disconnected not just from people but yeah. from from the the body of Christ and that's a deeper thing than just oh man I hadn't hung out with anybody lately.
1: Yeah. It's different. Yeah, it's not.
0: It's Dude. fellowship. Yeah.
3: You know. Yeah, I talked to two guys recently two young adult guys probably in their mid 20s and both separately their experience <clears throat> one guy um in the middle of 2020 he had moved to a new city he's in uh in the northeast and he was like man i need to connect with uh, other christians so he's, he got connected to a facebook group a christian facebook group and he was like oh man this is great all young adults were all like back and forth yeah. going back and forth hey we're praying for each other we're deci- trying to disciple each other and he realized he became a moderator of the group he was like man i'm leading in this thing and he he We were talking about it, and I was like, man, tell me about your experience of that. He says it got to a point where we had no pastor, like, leading Mm. us in any direction. He says things start getting weird. He's He started using words like, man, I felt like we had no, like, covering on, like, hey, this is where this— He started throwing out language in the comments. He's like, hey, I think we should all, like, be a part of a church wherever yeah this community this online community is great but I, I really think we all need to be a part of an actual community and they started like nah now nah, this is great and stuff like that so he ended up removing himself from that community and he was like whenever he found himself down here in Mississippi he was like dude I, I need to be a part of a church so he got connected here and um another guy uh, me and Jordan were talking to him recently uh got connected he had he was on the west coast was part of a church new to the northeast as well, got connected to a church and then moved down here. And in that limbo period, he was like, Hey, I'm gonna start connecting to a big influential church online and got connected to some of those groups, but he, he was telling me in Jordan, he was like, Man, I feel like there's I'm missing something. I'm missing the connection with actual people to he was like, They don't know me. He says I could just put a front on. He says it's all digital. Like I'm not like actually having any community with anyone physically. He says there's something missing here about the online church that doesn't suffice what God has actually created us for. Yeah, and it just it confirms to me just hearing all this is like, man, I feel like a lot of people have um, maybe dove into some of the online stuff, and I I think there's room for that. Hey, we're online and we're providing a space for people to have fun talking about God things, but it's like we're not only doing this yeah. we're, we're we have a physical community. We have groups, we have gatherings where we're intentional on having covenant relationship with each other because it's bigger than just some digital platform. Yeah. You know, it's about having a covenant relationship with people that you actually know you and know your face and actually know what you're dealing with. So you can share what's happening in your life. So I think it's just kind of ignited in me. It's like, Hey, digital is great, but real life community matters a lot more. Yeah. Yep.
1: I, you were talking a second ago about waiting, and uh, that scripture, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Um, in, in a world that waiting feels, it's frustrating, but also it, it feels like nothing's happening when you're waiting. It's like, no, we got to make something happen. Yeah. And even on personality types, it's like, if you're a fixer, and waiting is is torture, but I think waiting is probably one of the greatest displays of faith that we can ever have, mm. is, okay, where's my confidence actually? And I believe for a season, and you you led us really well. You really did, Jordan. Um, Where we're just gonna we're gonna rest. We're gonna let some things settle. And and I believe, although we might not use the word wait, I think that's spiritually what was taking place, and that applies yeah. to our own life. Sometimes when things are just bad or tough or dry, wait upon the Lord. Yep, wait upon the Lord. Um, man the greatest acts of faith might not be stepping out and going and do maybe it's staying and waiting yeah. and let the lord uh when things settle remember oh that purest form that purest form of of the beauty of the gospel and let that inform what we do and i think when that's the reality that's what makes the creative meetings pop man that's you know you makes.
0: said something reminded me of, uh, uh in any situation in your personal life or, you know, your business, your your family, a church, uh, anything. It's you have three choices to make and you need discernment and wisdom to know the difference. Mm-hmm. It's and, and, and the picture would be a plant. Let's say you got a plant in your backyard yep. and it's it's something's not going with it's It's not going right. Right. It's wilting a little bit. The decision is whether to uproot it, throw mm-hmm. it away. You know what I'm saying? Uh transplant it, move it like something very pretty uh intense, right? To just leave it, let it set, see what happens, give it time, or to invest a lot of energy and a lot of resources in trying to improve it and and, you know restore it, right? And 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 you know what? All three approaches. Are right whenever it's right, and all three approaches are extremely wrong when it's wrong. Yeah. And the discernment and the wisdom to know which one to do is 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 very tough. Yeah. And uh, you know, you think about a relationship that's re- that's that's going that that seems to be struggling. It's like, do I cut the relationship off? Do I just continue to remain and let's just let's just give it time? You know what I'm saying? Or do I invest a lot of energy in trying to, you know, fix it, um, uh, you know, a, a church that's, you know, ah, and this is where every pastor and every church was at in 2020, for sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, do we shut this thing down? Yeah. Yeah. Like, are we, are we dying? Are we dying? Or is this it? What do we, what do we do? And, you know, if you, if you try too hard, it's like, it's like making a hamburger. You can mess with the ground meat too much, and then the ground meat loses its what viscosity or whatever oh, it would right. be called, and it falls apart um, uh, you know, uh, or, or do I just, just just not do anything and yeah seek God or just like keep just keep faithful to what we've been doing, or do we need to completely change everything and, and yeah. just kind of shut things down and all that? And um, yeah, for me personally, as far as Northwood's concerned, it was more remain. It yeah. was stay faithful. It was don't try to don't have knee jerk vision, Mm -hmm. don't try to you know don't 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 hype, (laughs) yeah don't hype up something that's no 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 heal rest remain uh, uh, and 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 just it was that middle choice, and um and I believe that that was you know has played out to be the right thing. I mean yeah there was Sundays where it was like. Ooh, I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, coming back, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please come back. Let the doors mm-hmm. are open. You know, and and mm-hmm. I'll say this. I'll say this. And, and if you know us, and and you know, we, we've talked about this a lot. Um, we talked about the Sunday numbers are not. We don't worship numbers. Yeah. We don't. It's not like oh, this is how many people we had Sunday. We yeah. for the sake of we And and what I said Sunday was like, if you go to the doctor and you get your blood pressure and your blood pressure is right, it's healthy, um, it's the right numbers, you don't celebrate the numbers. Just, oh, wow, the numbers are good. Yay, yeah. those are good numbers. You're celebrating, if you're smart, you're celebrating that your body is healthy. Yeah. What the
1: numbers are telling you. Yeah, yeah,
0: they're an indication of health. That's what it's like, okay, hey, I had high blood pressure. I changed my diet. My blood pressure yep. is, is is accurate now. Yep. It's like, dude, yes, I made changes, and I'm, I'm healthy I'm going to have a better life. I'm uh, yeah. you know yeah. whatever the case is. In church world, we don't celebrate numbers just to celebrate numbers. It's pointless. We celebrate numbers because of what it indicates. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, you you know you're looking at the numbers and it's like, "Okay, man, it's not horrible, but it's definitely yep. like okay." Yeah. But I had to come to the point of God no matter what those numbers are, I you have called me yep. and gifted me. And I'm going to remain faithful and steward well, whatever it is that you give me, if it's a lot or it's a little, meaning yeah. more influence, more people, more whatever, growth, another location, like that kind yeah. of stuff. God, you or know smart. what's right for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what my capacity is. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> like, we
1: don't have ever extending capacities. No. No. Yeah.
0: And so it, it really, you die to yourself, you die, and, and, you, and that's what I mean by connecting with, with core things in yeah. the right way. And um, but I do believe that God wants to expand His kingdom. I do believe that uh, I believe that He says in Genesis, "Be fruitful and multiply," and yeah. I, I think that applies to reproduction in regards yep. to yeah. people. But I think it repli- I think it also is an implication on the things that God gives us. Yeah. That He wants us to steward our finances well yeah. for His glory. He wants us to steward the things that He gives us. If we really believe that all things come from yep. Him then we have to have the right motives and the right heart. But we also have to realize that God is a God of of, of growth. He yeah. really is. It's his will that none perish, but more have yeah. people have life. And he says, you go and you spread the gospel. You go and make disciples. He doesn't say yeah. just go make one disciple. Make disciples. Reach the <laughs> nations, yeah. yep. like mm-hmm. every tribe and tongue. I mean, this language throughout Scripture is about expansion and, and it growing, and and that's what he's given us. And he says, "I'll be with you always." And so we have what to have confidence yeah. that he's with us. Yep. And yeah, that's right. We need him to search our motives and our it's hearts. It cost me. a lot. Oh yeah, it costs everything. It's continual. It's yeah. and we continue to, to to progress in the kingdom, and we don't fear. that get freaked out. No. When he's and with uh, us, we don't have
1: to fear. No. We were sharing those numbers, and um, the, my favorite part of the service was the crowd's reaction on one particular number, and because we shared a lot of different things, but. When we shared the number of baptisms. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like that was the biggest response from the crowd, knowing that we have baptized more people at this point this year than we than we did even last year. Yeah. Like that's that's great commission numbers. Like it's like, come on, Jesus. You know, so
0: and if you're a person and this is another big 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 part of this, if you are a person who knows one of those people who got baptized, if you are a part of actually doing the Great Commission, meaning you are praying with someone you are praying for someone you are discipling someone relationally you're having meaningful conversations you're teaching people the word you're you're you know if if you are involved in the great commission and you you, you see those numbers those numbers are not just numbers they connect to stories and yep. and it's literally i'm i've seen god move in people's lives directly through what we as a church are doing we're on yeah. mission I'm encouraged, I'm excited about that, thank you, God, for for, for using me yeah. to be a part of this. And those who are not connected to that and who are just sitting idly by critically yeah, or cynically right. or whatever the case is, you know, either either they are not potentially converted, like mm-hmm. there's not a heartbeat, a pulse in, in them for the things of God, yep or they're allowing the enemy to take something that is being celebrated for pure reasons and to cynicize it if that's even a word to see the negative in it yeah. and then to criticize what God is doing yeah. and and uh and and to me I've always as a believer I've always had to check that because I am I'm, a, I'm I tend to be a negative guy. <laughs> I, tend, me too. I tend to be negative. <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, God convicted me on some things. He's like, why are you criticizing in your mind the things that I'm doing? Like, why are you criticizing? Like, I'm moving in people's lives. Like, for I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. So yeah. last night, kids come together to, mm-hmm. to pray. People who are critical or cynical would say potentially, like, oh, man, it's just a bunch of young people getting together. They're just excited because of this, this, and this. Yeah. What you just did is you you looked through a critical lens yeah. at, at something that God, at the very least, God is potentially doing in people's lives, sure. at the very least. Yeah. And who are you to flip it that way? Yeah. How many people did that whenever Jesus was healing people? They said, oh, yeah. there's no way that he's God. He's doing that. It must be the demons. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a warning to me consistently to remain humble and and pure-hearted and and, and not uh give credit to the enemy to what God is doing yeah. or potentially doing. I don't know. I just that's been something that's in my heart even through the last yeah. few years with all this shifting in the church world. It's like, man, we got to be careful in our generation that yeah. we don't use the tactics of the world, which is negativity, criticism, cynicism. And just apply that to the church because everybody's doing that to the government or to a people group or to whatever oh yeah we got to be careful in that man, and you talk about quenching the spirit yeah I think that I think that might qualify as quenching the spirit oh, yeah. whenever God just begins to move and then the people of God potentially or a part of the people of God begin to to squelch that or yeah. or be critical of that uh you know
1: hey so next week we've got something cool we're doing something a little bit different uh we've got a member of our church coming here. Let's go. And, uh, you know, like plugged in, just been a part of a lot of different things, but then uh, it's got a really cool story, uh, just life, where they've been. But we're going to uh, have an open and honest conversation with them, kind of interview about life. Um, so um, I'd, I'd encourage us to be ready for that. But also, uh, if you're watching this now and you just got questions, maybe in the business realm or like just life um, this is going to be one of those open topics open conversations nice. but uh, this is a, a a father of four adults now and uh, would be considered a successful business person but um, absolutely loves Jesus and their family so those are the kind of the parameters that we're going to be talking around so if you want to have any conversation around that for us but also for comments and emails in see unscripted at northwood.church drop those or send those emails and i think it's going to be a great time but yeah business business